Welcome to the Monday Morning Tears Cast, the first and only podcast about the goings on of the Monday Morning Tears Fantasy Football League. Uh, I am your host, Alan for a penny and knocking on heaven doors manager, uh, Daniel Kite, and I'll be the only uh, guy live on the pod today. It's been a weird week just trying to nail down guests and uh, just making stuff happen at work, so I apologize for those of you who missed out on your fantasy content during the week, but I figure if that does happen, uh, there's a fun little format I think we'll do just kind of Sunday mornings where I'm going to just do, throw my predictions out there uh, for every matchup between our two leagues and kind of give a bit of brief reasoning there. You know, just a little chance for me to talk some shit and eat some crow next week uh, when I get another guest on the pod here. So I'll start off this week by looking at the redraft league and just kind of go matchup by matchup and just briefly say who I think is going to take the W. Uh, first off, we're going to look at Team Tony versus Commander Chaos. In this matchup, I'm favoring Team Tony here by quite a bit. Uh, you know, I think the, the the guns on his team are really going to shine. Uh, Aaron Jones, you know, Tampa Bay's got weird vibes and they're kind of messed up. I know Tampa's good against the run, but I could see Aaron Jones having a big game here. Justin Jefferson is probably going to light up the Detroit defense. T. Higgins, I'm sure, is going to mess around with the Jets. I, I see a lot happening with Tony's team. I see some high scores. Uh, so, Chris, uh, going to 0-3, man, it might be time to start blowing it up again. Uh, next matchup, we got two 2-0 teams. we got Menage Atua, uh, a beautiful name, an absolutely just stunning name, uh, versus Hall & Oatfields, which when I have Nick Nolan, I want to talk to him about it. I don't really quite understand the name, but I'm into it. It's just it's very wholesome. Uh, in this matchup, I think I'm taking Nick. It's really slim margins. Uh, I kind of like his IRBs to kind of bounce back hard here. Like, I, I feel with Herb, even though I am worried a little bit about Herbert with his injury, that might mean some extra work for Eckler out there. Brees Hall is starting to show out and kind of take on some of the a bigger role in that offense. Uh, you know, with a, a healthy Gabe Davis is always a good thing. Uh, and you know what, I I, I want to. I don't want to be wrong with Amon Ross St. Brown. Like apparently, this, you know, some of the stats you leak is that some of his production over the end of last year and the beginning of this year is just near historic for fantasy wide receivers. So it, it seems like it should start coming back down. But I mean, it's hard to bet against him at the moment. Uh, so even though I think this is going to be probably the highest scoring matchup, of the, uh, I'm I'm taking Nick slightly. And you know, I guess that's the underdog pick right now. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have faith in my gut and kind of go with Nick matchup. Next one we've got uh, poop emoji uh, versus Rams Joe cousin. Um, <laughs> I've got Danny winning this one. Uh, the Steelers are hilarious. I love that they just gifted him eight points on the last play of the game because they were throwing it around rugby style. Uh, man, Kimber, it's all going wrong this year for you, bud. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, you know, you should probably start uh, thinking ahead to looking for keepers. Start looking at the draft board and thinking who's going to be a good keeper and start trying to make a move for them because, you know, this is uh, this is looking a little dire right now. Uh, and, you know, it'll make Danny feel good. Get him back in the win column. And, but it, although if Danny does lose this week, it'll be really just uh, delicious. I, I would relish uh, seeing that happen. Uh, next up, we've got Taylor Swift going up against Show Me the Mooney. Uh, in this matchup, I'm still taking Steve. I think this might be a... Uh, I think Steve might put up the highest score this week. Uh, healthier Swift. Taylor's got to bounce back. 
uh, Lamar Jackson is still doing Lamar Jackson. Uh, everyone just seems primed uh, for a great spot on Steve. And frankly, if you're starting Greg Dortch, I, I can't help but feel like your team is probably in some trouble. Uh, so Andre, I'm going to project Andre to go 0-3 here. And it's going to be interesting to see what Andre does after that. You know, Andre's not, you know I feel like Andre's always very discerning with the transactions that he makes. I, I don't know how this one's going to work out. You know, he might want to just, how much longer can he afford to hold out here uh, with some of his guys on the bench like Godwin and Hopkins? You know, that might be time to start moving them to try and get some win now pieces. Uh, second last matchup in the redraft league, we have Spitting Llamas up against OBJ, Ken- OB John Kenobi. Uh, in this matchup, I'm taking Mikey. Uh, <laughs> despite the fact that I don't know what Mikey, uh, I think Mikey maybe got too deep into the hookah when he was writing Leonard Fournette's nickname here, but he looks like he's like fucking Fallout Boy or Panic at the Disco writing song titles with these things, going like two sentences long. Uh, despite my anger, about that. I think Mikey's team is bad, primed for a good week. Uh, you know, you look at that lineup from top to bottom, you just see a lot of star power. Uh, there's got to be some positive regression with Kyle Pitts. Michael Pittman returning is going to, uh, you know, Green Bay is a run sieve, so Fournette should have a good time out there. Uh, I can see this being a big week for Mikey's team. And then myself up against Paul, uh, even though Nick Chubb put up a fairly solid week for him. And, I mean, you know, a, a better real-life game than a fantasy game, even though he put up 17 points. Like, I think everyone just saw that game and thought, damn, Chubb looks like a great runner. Uh, you know what? I'm backing myself on this game. I understand there's there's high risk here for me. Kamara is looking likely to play, but it'll probably be kind of uh, hampered by his injury. Uh, but I think he'll he's due for some touchdowns. Uh, Cam Akers, I'm, 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 I need to build the hype in. I, I don't want this to happen where he gets the backfield and then uh, I, I leave him out the week and I miss the big blow-up game. You know, I was encouraged by the usage you saw last game. I want to steer into it. I want to make to see it happen. And Devonta Adams, so Hunter Renfro out. I'm hoping that Devonta Adams, uh, you know, gets like 13 catches from 200 yards. I feel like that's not... I mean, it, that's, that would be amazing, um, but it doesn't seem like something that's completely out of the realm of possibility, especially against Tennessee, where they were just absolutely uh, walked on by the Bills. Uh, so I'm backing myself here. Uh, I'm going to trust my instincts, and I'm just going to speak it into the universe before it happens, uh, that where I'm knocking off Paul here in the upset. And before I move on to the Dynasty League, uh, I just wanted to quickly fit in here. We've got Paul's Bunk China Bud Picks. Give it a listen. Welcome to another episode of Paul's Bunk China Picks. This is going to be a weekly segment where I give our viewers one hot pick of the week, one underdog pick of the week, and one four-team banger parlay. Before we kick off the show, there will be a quick little disclaimer stating that Paul's Bunk China Picks is not responsible for any wager losses, or relationship hardships with significant others due to your gambling issues. <clears throat> so here we go. Starting off with the hot pick of the week, we are going to go with the Cleveland Browns covering the spread of negative four against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, for your underdog pick of the week, I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals upsetting the defending Super Bowl champs, the LA Rams. Last but not least, here's your four-game parlay banger. I'm going with Kansas City Chiefs at negative six and a half. Baltimore Ravens at negative three. 
Minnesota Vikings at negative six, and the Seattle Seahawks at negative 2.5. This is paying three, uh, no, sorry, this is paying 13.89. So stop a quick 20-piece banger on that, and the payout will be $277.85. There are your picks for the week. Thank you for tuning in to Paul's Bunk China Picks. Have a good week, and see you next time. Thank you, Paul, for giving us those picks. You know, I, the, the parlay, the only one I'm probably the most worried about would be the Seahawks. I, I just, it's hard for me to trust a team that only runs the, you know, 45 plays a game to actually win against another team. Um, but they've done it once already, I guess. So who's to say they can't do it again? Uh, let's go through the Dynasty League matchups now. And I'll start with uh, Golden Taint versus Can I Borrow Some Mooney, who got out to a nice start uh, with David Njoku going absolutely off. You know, there has been some positive stuff about his routes run. Uh, Njoku finally paying a lot of that off. A huge nine reception, 89-yard, one-touchdown game. Uh, that's a big reason why I'm favoring Can I Borrow, borrow Some Mooney this week. Uh, lots of strong players there, uh, some good plays. This might be the last week we see Darnell Mooney, though, if he's still, you know, if... if Chicago can't throw the ball more than 15 times in a game. Uh, it might be time to move on from him. Uh, but, you know, this should be still, I think, a comfortable win for uh, him, especially with Aaron Rodgers in the Superflex and Mike Gusecki over in Andy's Superflex there. We've also got Jonesman for more going up against Team Alex. I'm favoring Team Alex here, actually. I'm kind of surprised um, to be saying that. Because uh, he's definitely the underdog this week. But I think there's room for some guys to bounce back here. Uh, you know, Marquise Brown has gotten off to a, you know, so-so start. But, you know, I think he's got some, some a touchdown coming towards him today uh, against the Rams. Uh, Russell Wilson's got to start looking like Russell Wilson eventually, you would think. Uh, and, you know, playing at home versus a divisional rival that he's played for a long time seems like the right time for it. Uh Kyle Pitts is probably primed for some touchdowns. Uh, bold move starting Ty Conklin. I'm curious to see if we see more of these two tight end sets. Both players in this matchup playing two tight ends in their league. Uh, I'm curious to see if now we're seeing how the super flex, or sorry, the tight end premium is playing a role here. Uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be a tight matchup. I'm going to favor Alex just a little bit. I don't love deep. Uh, you know, he's been very on and off in that uh, Carolina offense. So I'm going to favor Alex in this matchup. Next up, we've got Judge Judy versus T Jimmy. Uh, in this matchup, I'm looking at Judge Judy here. Uh, again, that advantage of having the quarterback in the Superflex. Who would have thought that having Carson Wentz was an advantage uh, when we started the beginning of this year? Uh, but it's looking like one now. Uh, I just think the, the, the floor for Andre's team significantly higher than the Jimmy's team, especially when you're starting Naeem Hines and Michael Carter as you're starting running backs. Like, even Steve's team has better starting running backs than that, and he's intentionally trying to lose. Uh, so that's something I think uh, that's going to really hold Jimmy back here. We've got the anti-Daxers versus Spitting Llamas. Taras really bringing it with the name game this year. He's doing a great job. Uh, in this matchup, I'm favoring Spitting Llamas. Uh, I think this should be a pretty straightforward win. You know, just... No, two quarterbacks, although it is Joe Flacco. You know, he's been putting up some really solid numbers. They're just throwing the ball a ton out there in New York. So Joe Flacco should return on the value there. Uh, and just, just, again, Mikey's team was built to succeed uh, for this year, and it's looking good. 
uh, I trust Mikey's team a heck of a lot more than Taras's team at this point. Uh, in the last second last matchup, we have Chase the Dragon versus Household Names. Household Names jumping out to a big lead to start off with, uh, with Nick Chubb and Amari Cooper going off in that matchup on Thursday. I'm definitely still taking Household Names here. Uh, there's just too much firepower on Paul's team. Uh, I think, you know, I'm trying to recall. I think he was second or third in the power rankings last week. Wouldn't surprise me uh, if he made his way to the top by the next two weeks uh, with two back-to-back -back solid wins here. Uh, and then in the final matchup, uh, Noxing on Heaven's Door versus Frank the Tank. I mean, I, I, I have to back myself, uh, but I'm sure this is the week that, uh, you know, Tua Tagovailoa goes off again and has a huge game. I'm sure Jeff Wilson will see a free touchdown game and somehow Nelson Aguilar, you know, catches 20 passes over 500 yards. Um, I, I, you know, putting the reverse jinx out into the universe. I should need to help Beyond Hope that I win this matchup. Uh, it would be karma. I'm sure Steve would think it was karma that, it, that uh, he wins this matchup because I apparently uh, have a major chip on my shoulder regarding his team. I'm sure you know he's been talking up his guys all week. Um, but I, I think I should win this one. And if I don't, uh, you know, it might be another week or another podcast. I need that time to recover. Um, but that's all for today, folks. Uh, again, thanks for waiting it out with me here. Looking forward to getting the guest on next week uh, and chatting about some of the developments in the league. But until that time, keep crying. <laughs>